This is Pastor Bill at Solid Rock Bible Church. Uh, just have a little short message for you this morning. Uh, I've entitled my message, Looking at Our Future with Hope. Do you have a hope for your future? You know, there are people out there right now fearing the future. Some people find themselves, you know, at the point of just constantly worrying about their future. Thinking that God has forgotten them. God has not forgotten them, but, but maybe God hadn't done everything that you hoped he would. Maybe he had, maybe you had certain plans, expecting certain things from God, but you just haven't received them yet. If you've ever felt that God has forgotten you, or if you've ever been afraid about your future, you know, the words that God spoke to the Israelites years ago during their Babylon captivity, they apply to us today. Listen to these. This is Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 through 13. God is speaking. He was speaking to the Israelites, but now he's speaking to us today also. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will hear you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. You know, God's here is saying that he's always thinking about us. We're on his mind. He has thoughts of peace, not evil. And he says, you know, it's time for us to go and pray. To call up on him. And he will hear us. And he says, and here, this is so true. And when and you will seek me and find me. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Or when will you truly want God in your life, his presence in your life. You're seeking him, you're desiring him. You've got such a hunger for God. That's when God answers. That's when he says, that will hear you, and I will hear your prayers. You know, these words that God spoke are for the person who has put their faith and their trust in God. And I'm going to say this, the only person that has a relationship with God through his son Jesus Christ can claim these words. You have to have a personal relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, before you can claim his promise. Now let me ask you something. You know, we was reading a while ago, but in verse 11, but did you notice that, that what verse 11, you know, did not say? He says, he did not say, I know the thoughts I had for you. See, this is past tense. But God said, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. This is present tense. God is always thinking about us. We are on God's mind. We're on God's children. That's just like with children. You're constantly thinking about your children. Are they doing okay? How are they acting? Are they behaving? Just different things, but they are on your mind. You know, when I was thinking about that, there's a song, and I love that song, but it was, when he was on the cross, we were on his mind. Everything that Jesus did on that cross, he did for us. He was thinking about us. He was wanting us to come out of our sins to, to establish a brand new relationship with God. 
And that is the only way we can do it is through Jesus Christ and his shed blood. You know, God's thoughts may not be your thoughts. Have you ever thought about that? God, why didn't you do this? Well, God, this wasn't kind of what I was thinking about doing, or I wasn't expecting to do it this way. No, God's thoughts are not your thoughts. And his way of doing things, well, you know, they may not be the way that you would do things. But we have to remember, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And, and you say, well, Bill, where do you get that? Look at Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 and 9. And, and, and he's saying here, this is God's speaking. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You know, we need to remember this when God does not do things the way we think he should. His ways are not our ways. His ways are higher than our ways. See, God is God. He sees the things that we do not see. He sees so far down in the future, he knows everything that you're going to do every moment before you do it. God doesn't work the way you want him to. That would be nice. I think. Well, you know, maybe I don't know if it would be or not, because the way we'd want things done, we'd probably foul up everything. But let's just put it in God's hands and let him work in our lives. You know, like I said, sometimes God doesn't work the way you want him to, and he may lead you down a path that you didn't expect to go down. This is where faith comes in. This is when you must fall back and remember that, that God loves you and that whatever he does in your life or whatever he fails to do in your life is based on his love for you. You know, there's some things we ask for and we really don't need it because it'll be bad for us and we don't receive them. And then we get angry, we get mad at God. Well, God, I wanted this. Yes, I know you wanted it, but it wasn't what you needed. It would only hurt you in the long run. See, like I said, God sees things that we don't see. He knows the things that we do not know. Maybe you thought the Lord was, was going to do a certain thing in your life. And you're saying, well, obviously, obviously this isn't going to happen. I'm getting on up in years. It's just too late now. But I'll ask you a question. Is it too late? You know, think about Moses. Moses really didn't get started serving God until he was 80 years old. An age when most of us would be slowing down or even quitting. But God had a plan. See, it took some time for Moses to get God just exactly like he wanted him, how Moses needed to be. And sometimes that's what God has to do to us. He has to work on us. He has to get us where he wants us before he can use us. But, you know, and I think God looked at Moses and said, well... I just got you where I needed you to be. It took me a while because of your stubbornness. How many of you out there, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about myself, sometimes I get a little stubborn. I kind of want to do things my way and not God's way. Well, that's wrong, and I know it's wrong. But, you know, it's just, it, it just like, like, like what God said. It took me a while to get you there because of your stubbornness, but now I've got you where I want you, and I'm ready to use you. I'm ready to meet that need. I'm ready to do what you want it done. Who knows what the Lord will do? Sometimes we don't know what he'll do. But, you know, I'll say this. 
it isn't over in your life until God says it's over. God's got plans for you. God may have been preparing you all this time for something yet to come that you don't see. You know, I was reading in the book of Esther. And this, this applies to that. Esther was a woman and she married the king. Well, she, there was this man in the kingdom named Haman that just hated the Jewish people. Now, Esther was a Jewish lady. She married the king. She became queen, Queen Esther. And she found out that this man named Haman had fought against the Jewish people. He was going to try to just make them extinct. He was going to, he, he was going to kill them. And Esther found out his plan and how he had lied about the Jewish people to the king. She got an audience with the king, her husband, and she met with him and told him exactly what was happening. The king got mad. And he had Haman executed just like he was planning to do to the Jewish people. Haman took the Jewish people's place. And you know, Mordecai, it was Esther's, I believe it was her uncle, talked to her one day just before she went in to see the king or was thinking about going in and seeing the king. She didn't know where to go see him or not or talk to him. But Mordecai said something. He said, Esther, how do you know that you wasn't born for such a time as right now to do what you know you need to do, that you can save the Jewish people? Maybe this is the very reason that God put you here today. There's a reason that God has put you here today. And now we have to trust in God and believe in God that, and, and, and do what God's word says to follow him. See, there's a future for each one of us. And when God says, I know the thoughts I think toward you, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, you know, the word future means an expected end. God has, he is expecting to do something in your life. He's, he's expecting to give you an expected end. He's expecting to give you a blessing that you will never forget. You know, I know there are things in your life that you don't understand. There's things in my life that I don't understand. Things have happened that to me it don't make sense. It, and you're probably the same way. It doesn't make sense. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, man does not have all the answers of why. Now, God doesn't mind you asking why. I don't mean he's going to answer it right now. But, you know, even Jesus asked why. Remember when Jesus went to the cross? He says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? See, Jesus even asked God, and Jesus knew, we all know that God forsake, forsook Jesus simply because all the sins of the world were poured out upon his son. Every sin in the world, every known sin, unknown sin, whatever, was poured out on Jesus Christ. And you know what the Bible says? God cannot look upon sin. No, God had to turn his face away from his own son because of the sin of the world that was poured out on him. But when Jesus Christ died, those sins also died. Our sins, when we accepted Christ, our sins were removed, our sins were gone, we were reconciled back into a relationship with God, the blood of Jesus Christ. Jesus was forsaken by God, 
but he was forsaken because of God's love for us. But you know, how much do you love God? Okay, well, we do what God asks us to do. You know, until then, you, until we stand before God, and then, you know, a lot of people say, boy, when I get to heaven, I'm going to ask God this, and I'm going to ask God. You know, I think we're going to be so overjoyed and excited to get to heaven, we're not even going to remember all this stuff that we went through here. We're not even going to think about asking him why. We're just going to be so joyful that we got to heaven and we're in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and in the presence of Almighty God. But until then, you must believe, you must have faith that God's thoughts towards you are good and his plans for you are good. He has an expected end in mind for you because he loves you and he wants the very best for you. Can you trust God even in the things we don't see, the things we don't understand? Just like I said, for God's thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. For his ways are higher than our ways. Let's don't question God. Let's just agree with him and say, Lord, if it's your will, then so, so let it be done. And that's, that's how we get our blessings from God in obedience obedience to God, to his word, and, and to follow him. Are you doing that today? Are you following God? Are you being obedient? Have you accepted his son, Jesus Christ? You know, all of God's promises to us hinge on our obedience and accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Until we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and as our Savior, God's promises do not apply to we don't have those promises but that day your whole life changes when you say yes to Jesus Christ all of a sudden the promises of God become yours God has made so many great promises to us and we can only have those promises through Jesus Christ have you accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior do you want God's promises do you want his blessings in order for you to receive his promises, to receive his blessings, you have to receive his son first. Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I pray today that if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you would do it. And then I want you to just to watch. Watch. What happens when you accept him? Now I'm talking about when you accept him, it's not with your mind, it's with your heart. You have to receive him in your heart. That you, it, It's just one of those things, you know, I know that I know that I know that I now belong to God. That Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, he has come into my life. He has forgiven my sins. I am now a child of the King. Could we pray? And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, or never have, or you've thought about it, would you pray this prayer? Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I come to you with my heart, receiving you as my Lord and as my Savior. I believe, Lord Jesus, that you went to that cross, that you died for me. But on that third day, you arose. Now, you're at the very right hand of God, sitting with him, interceding for me. You're taking my prayers and you're presenting them to God. Yes, Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart 
that you are truly the Son of God and you died for my sins and by your shed blood I am clean. I am washed clean of all my sins. And I know that your word says and you will never remember these sins against me again. I am saved. My name has just now been written down in the Lamb's book of life. I have eternal life through you. People, if you've prayed this prayer, do you realize you are now have eternal life? You now belong to God. You have been reconciled back to God. You're no longer an enemy to God, but you are now God's child. See, that's God's love. He's going to meet your needs. He's going to meet your needs now, and you're going to see blessings come up on you that you never before thought about. You know, in the book of Malachi, it says, and for God shall open the windows of heavens and he shall pour out blessings on you that you cannot contain. How would you like to have so many blessings you just don't have any more room to put them? Well, that's what God wants to do. And that's what he will do. He will bless your life. You'll see a change in your life. So I just want to thank you today for listening. I hope that this message helped. Maybe you were going through some things, worried about your future, why this happened, why hadn't that happened. Maybe you have not been obedient. It's time to give your life to God. Trust Him and just say in your heart, Lord God, let your will be done in my life. So thank you all again for being here today, for listening, for receiving this message, and uh, I love you all. I really do. I enjoy doing this. I don't know who's all listening, but if you're out there today and you've accepted Jesus Christ, I just praise God for you, for your love, and I ask God's blessings to be upon you in such a powerful way. So until next Wednesday, I'm just going to say goodbye, and I'll see you next Wednesday. God bless, and I love you.